I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. What do you do when you face what seems like an impossible situation? Do you really believe that God can handle what seems to be impossible? Or is it too big for Him in your mind? Is it too, too enormous? Or does He have the time in His uh, activities in world affairs? Or has He forgotten about little old you? Do you believe that God can handle what seems to be impossible? Well, first of all, over in Jeremiah chapter 32, and verse 27, let me read this verse. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? In other words, God is the God of the impossible. God can handle impossibilities. It's not God's problem. It's our problem whether or not we can believe. I was sharing the other day how uh, Abraham at, at 100 and Sarah at 90 were reminded again of a promise they'd had years before from God, they were going to have a son. And they laughed. Could a 100-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman have a baby? Well, God said it. And if God said it, that settles it. I used to hear people say, well, God said it, I believe it, that settles it for me. No, no, no. God said it and that settles it whether you believe it or not. Do you believe that God can handle this present seeming impossibility that you're going through? Well, it was impossible for Abraham and Sarah to have a baby at 190. In the natural sense, that just doesn't happen. Never had been done before. But God brought it to pass and Isaac was born. Remember the scripture where Peter walked on the water? Jesus came walking to them in the middle of the night on the water. And they were scared out of their minds. And finally, when, when they recognized it was the Lord, Peter said, well, if it's you, let me walk on the water. And Peter stepped out and walked on the water. Now you can be critical of him because he got his eyes off of Jesus and began to sink. But remember, nobody else stepped out of the boat in the first place. <laughs> so don't be too critical on, on Peter. But Peter walked on water. That is impossible. Men cannot walk on water. But all things are possible to him who believes. And God is the God of the impossible. And he says in Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for me? Now, Look at Moses. After all the mistakes that Moses had made, what he did in Egypt and having to run for his life for 40 years, it seemed impossible that God would find him out in the middle of a barren desert and speak to him and say, take off your shoes, the place you're standing is holy, and I'm calling you to be my deliverer. And Moses began to rehearse his excuses. I, I, you know, they don't know me. They won't listen to me. I can't talk. All these different excuses, the same kind of excuses that we human beings use. And God said, I've heard the cry of my people, and I have seen their affliction by reason of their taskmasters. And I'm calling on you, Moses. Go down to Egypt. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. My hand will be with you. I will bring down many miraculous signs until the Egyptians will surely let my people go. And you know the rest of the story, the plagues, the flies, the lice, uh, the grasshoppers, uh, the, 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 the fire, uh, the, 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 the fire and ice, everything, everything that they went through, the turning of the water into blood, the cattle dying, the firstborn uh, of the house of Egypt dying. Uh, and, and the Passover angel coming and passing over the Israelites until Pharaoh said, Get out of here! 
And what seemed impossible became the possible. And Moses led some two and a half million Israelites out of Egypt into into the wilderness. And where, where they had to wander because they got out of God's will again. They had to wander for 40 years. Well, 40 years have passed. A generation passed. Now there's a new leader. His name is Joshua. And they come to the Jordan River. They've already crossed over the Red Sea. Moses had led them. He lifted his rod and the Red Sea had parted. And Joshua had been there and he'd seen it. But now they're facing an even bigger problem. They get to the Jordan River. They look across and they see the promised land. They actually see it. They see the land that God had promised them. But the problem is the Jordan River was in flood stage. It was harvest time. And the river was almost a mile across. And the currents were were rushing some 40 miles an hour. Not only that, but there was deep underbrush because the river was out of its banks. And they had women and they had children and they had the elderly and and, uh, they had the infirm and, 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 and they didn't know what to do. It seemed impossible. There was their answer. There was their promised land just across, just a mile across. And Joshua ordered the priests to bring the the, the Ark of the Covenant, which symbolized the power of God, the the power of the Holy Spirit. And he, he put the Ark out in front so everyone could see. And he instructed the priests, you step into the water because God says, when the sole of your feet touch into the river, then the waters will be held back and you'll cross just like your, your, your parents and your grandparents did over the Red Sea. Well, can you imagine being one of those priests? You carry that ark up and the first priest steps in and nothing happens. And the second priest steps in and, and nothing happens. They're in ankle deep and the third priest and the fourth priest and nothing happens and the fifth and now they're up to their knees and the sixth priest and the seventh priest and the eighth priest and the ninth and the tenth and the eleventh and nothing has happened. But when the twelfth priest, the Bible says, when the twelfth priest, when the final priests, priest steps into the water and the soles of his feet along with the soles of the feet of the other eleven are now in the water, suddenly a miracle happens. What seems impossible happens. The waters roll back and they walk across on dry ground. Everybody sees it and they know they're serving a God who's miraculous. And friend, God's arm has not been shortened. He still has miracle power and He can cross you over the circumstances that you're facing. There are three particular things and I wrote them down I want to give to you. Because here is the key. Here are the three things that Joshua said to the people in order to get into the miraculous and watch God do what seems to be impossible. Here are the three things. Number one, he said, consecrate yourselves. Have a little self-examination. Get back to God. Quit messing around and serve God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Number two, listen to the word of the Lord. You watch this program, you watch other Christian programs, you listen to the Bible, you read the Bible, you you pray, you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, you listen to the Word of God. And then they did one more thing. The Bible says they took 12 stones from the Jordan into the new land. Well, that's sowing into the future. They sowed into the future. Don't forget your seed sowing. A farmer would be crazy to go out and try to bring in a harvest when he had failed to plant the seed. Not only did they consecrate themselves and get a brand new relationship with God, 
Not only did they listen to the word of the Lord, Joshua gave them the word and they listened. But third, they took 12 stones and they took it across, which was a symbol of sowing into their future. What seems to be impossible to you? Consecrate yourself to God. Make a fresh start with God. Do it today. If you've got sin in your life, repent. He said, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you have sin in your life, then repent today. Listen to the word of God. In uh, Jehoshaphat's day, the prophet stood and spoke and the people uh, and said, if you listen to the prophet, you will be established. Listen to the word of God today, friend, and you'll be established. And then sow your seed. Sow, sow that. S-O-W. Sow, sow that. S-O. Sow, sow that. You have a future. And God can bring miracles into your life and cause those impossibilities to become possibilities. Do it in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.